0: Welcome to Sustainable Futures, the sustainability podcast from Kantar, the world's leading marketing data and analytics company. In each episode, we speak with senior experts from a wide range of disciplines to bring broad understanding to complex topic areas and shine a light on the most pressing sustainability issues facing business and marketing, all designed to help marketers create sustainable futures for brands and business.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the latest episode of Kantar's Sustainable Transformation Webinar. My name is Jonathan Hall, and I'm managing partner of Kantar's Sustainable Transformation Practice. The Kantar is a world-leading data analytics and consulting business, and the Sustainable Transformation Practice works at the intersection of brands, people, and sustainability. Now, the topic for today's webinar is sustainability and the power of storytelling. And I'm really delighted to have with me today A.Y. Young. Hey, A.Y.
0: What's up, man? I'm so happy to be here.
1: Great to see you. Could we just start by by introducing yourself? That would be really great.
0: Yeah. Well, hello, everyone. I'm, I'm A.Y. Young. I'm a founder of something called The Battery Tour, this, this music for impact mechanism where I, I do these these clean energy, 100% renewable energy-powered concerts, and, and I use the proceeds to fund, build, promote, develop, deploy sustainable solutions to people around the world who don't don't have energy. Right. So the Battery Tour, this this music for impact kind of platform helps get the world plugged in. Right. So I'm on the Battery Tour, one of the 17 United Nations Young Leaders of the World. I represent all the youth in the U.S. by designation with the Secretary General. So I'm really here to empower the youth and to get them plugged into to uh, advancing the 17 global goals and just sustainability as a whole.
1: Brilliant. Thanks so much, AY. Now, we're really privileged to have you here today, both in your role as a UN Young Ambassador and also as a, an artist, as a musician, as a, as a storyteller. And, and what would be what would be really valuable i think for, for the audience is if you could just talk us through what you describe as the four stages of of your life journey
0: yeah totally i yeah uh, so, so i'm i'm a firm believer, believer that you know, you know change comes from passion but in order to know what your passion is right you know i feel like in life we all whether we're c-suite executives whether we're the kid in the classroom whether we're, you know, as humans, we should be doing what we love to do every day, right? What we're passionate about, you know, but in order to live that passion, you know, you have to know what your why is, right? You know, I, I hear, you know, you know, youth come to me all the time saying, hey man, I want to be a, an influencer or or a, uh, you know, I want to be an artist. And, and I'll ask them why, you know, like, why do you want to be an artist? Because when you start diving into who you are as a human, you might find out that you enjoy the adoration or the applause uh, when you're on stage, that doesn't necessarily mean that you wanna be an artist, right? Or that's what your why is. Your why might be uh, something different, you know, uh, You know, because you, you, you didn't get the attention you needed as, as a child or something, right? So now when you get this attention uh, from people, it, that makes you feel good. So what is your why really? You need to know what your why is, what drives you. And then you need to know, in, in your passion. So I was blessed to know what my why was. I got off the X Factor TV show in, in 2012, right? It, it's, it's like, uh, I don't know, if have you ever seen it, Jonathan? It's like American Idol, basically.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, dude, yeah, right. So I, I got off the X Factor TV show in 2012. Uh, you know, Britney Spears, Ellie Reed, Demi Lovato, those are all my like judges and mentors. You know, and I learned a lot about even the music business. And when I got off the show, I was just trying to, you know, do what I love to do, bring people together using music. I would try to open up for like Justin Bieber, or this guy, or that guy, whoever's coming into my town. You know, you have big name artists come to your, your city <laughs> and like, you know, uh, you want to open for them. And I was always getting hit with like, well, how many followers do you have, you know, <laughs> or, or how many tickets did your last tour sell out? And it was neither, you know, I didn't have a million followers. And so, you know, right there, I was just kind of faced with that, that first step to growth, entrepreneurship and discovering your passion, right? It's, it's like believing in yourself and figuring out a way to keep going, right? Like figuring out a way to power that why. And so I obsessed over energy. Cause I was like, how can I do a concert anywhere? You know, getting over that first hump, you know? And I, I started obs- obsessing over, well, how can I, you know, you know, do a concert which is you know what i love to do you know every day and figured out i could store energy in batteries and i started doing it right i started storing energy in batteries doing these eight to ten hour shows you know uh you know uh you know to bring the world together and i remember you know this moment when i was you know show two or show three when i was performing i'm ay this is you know and i was looking back and i saw these batteries and this is the battery tour you know, because I had all these barriers, and I remember the moment, my first eureka moment, in, in, in my journey to to change, and 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 it really ignited my passion. It was when people, because you know, at my shows, you know, I had all ages, all demographics, right, all races. You know, I'm doing everything from Garth Brooks to Keith Urban to Lady Gaga, whatever. And um, right. yeah, yeah, I did. And I remember people donating. Hey, here's five bucks. Here's ten dollars. We're your outlets. We power the tour. You know, and that's when I had my oh my god Eureka moment that okay, everyone in the world is an outlet for change, right? And, and music is this universal language, and so I need to go, you know, take this donation money, go around the world, and get the world plugged in, you know. And that was kind of my first two steps there of like okay, you know, n- not allowing anything to break down and destroy my why, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, figuring out how how to to do my passion every day, which is music, you know, powering a concert every day. And then I, I continued on my journey.
1: So that, that's an amazing story, isn't it? So really, really understanding what your why is. So your your motivations and you're helping people to understand what the motivations are, which in turn you know gives you better understanding of you know your passion in life, and then you know you can channel all of that into action and ultimately change. Right? That's what I'm hearing.
0: Yeah, totally. And, and for me that was another process. Right? You know, like you know, so I started doing my passion every day. Right? Ten hours. I'm doing concerts taking this donation money. I'm traveling from city to city and state to state and bringing people together. And I'm, I'm sleeping in my car, you know, a lot. Right. <laughs> and then, and I got the back and I was like traveling to America. And I'm like pulling up my phone, trying to get you on know, Netflix. And sometimes there was no internet, you know, And it is. And sometimes I'm in cities and small towns in America where the grid's not working. Right. Right. Or, or I, I can do a concert, but there's no electricity. So I started Googling. And I found out, oh my gosh, you know, 1 billion people actually in the world today don't have energy, don't have access to energy. Like, John, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. nuts. And, and so this was that transition where I was like, okay, you know, well, I can do something, right? I'm an outlet for change. You know, I, I have a passion. My passion is doing a concert every day. So I can take that passion and, and, and make an action, right? I can build something you know, that I can use my passion uh, to, to power change, right? So that's when I built like this solar power box that I call the outlet, you know, and, and, and I switched the model of the battery tour, right? Where every concert, you know, me doing my passion, right? Was to raise money to fund, to build, uh, you know, uh, promote, develop, deploy, send out these solar boxes to one village, one person who didn't have access to energy, right? Like to literally not just get the world plugged in figuratively but literally at this point so that's you know kind of how my passion to action right you know taking a step every day to get you know the world plugged in
1: yeah so that's amazing right and and just talk to us AI, about the the tour did you literally do a a concert a day
0: yeah, I mean, pretty much like Monday through Saturday, I was doing a concert. So, yeah, the battery tour, you know, even before I switched the model about around show 400 or so, you know, you heard you heard the story when I started, you know, doing these eight to 10 hour shows. And I was doing eight to 10 hours because I would look like Wendy's or McDonald's or something. And it's like, if you work there, you know, you got to work a four hour shift, you know, man, you can't work in a bed be like, yo, here's 30 minutes. That's my set. Peace out, Best Buy. Like, <laughs> you know, so eight, you know, I learned a lot of that from my parents, right? So eight hours is a full-time job. So I would do eight-hour shows. Yeah, every day, man, you know, bringing people together, it's really what created and laid the groundwork for, you know, what I'm doing now as a young leader. I used to wonder, you know, why I had to do everything from Garth Brooks to Prince to Michael Jackson to the Lumineers to... You know uh you know the Drakes of the World and all these different genres of music to bring people together and then do my originals and now I just really know why i was i was i was I was meant to have this diversity in what I can do musically, but yeah man um. Uh, every day you know traveling around america to, 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 to bring them together
1: amazing so that's the those are the four stages and that's how you' you've managed to to drive change originally now one thing i'd love to just uh, switch to now is something you and i have spoken about before which is i know we we share this that the idea that one of the challenges of sustainability is communications right so yeah. there's the, this famous, um, thing that the United Nations said, which they said, you know, they feel communications is what they describe as the holy grail in in the transition to sustainable consumption. So I'd love to talk to you now about something that's central to your your life and what you do. Um, and the sustainability challenge that we're facing, which is storytelling, right? So I think, you know, people when they're communicating about social and environmental issues and the challenges we're facing, they often fall into that trap of trying to terrify people with the facts and thinking that that will change behaviours, right? But I'd love to hear, you know, your point of view about this and 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 how you see storytelling, a role of storytelling in in the sustainable transition.
0: I think, you know, it's interesting. I was at Cannes Lions, right? You know, this year, Cannes Lions, all the advertisers, right? And I was, I was launching Project 17. I've been launching Project 17 everywhere. It's this whole thing I'm doing as a young leader. And, and the resounding uh, universal messaging that I was hearing from all the big ad agencies in the world was authenticity and storytelling. You know, and I, I can rem- remember the rise of I would call like the micro influencer or influencers in general. This point in time, Generation Z, millennials, like you can't really fool us anymore. And so we, we you know, it, it's interesting when you look at the lay of the land. I don't know if you remember this. I remember a couple of years ago because, you know, I'm kind of blowing up. Right. I mean, I've been doing this battery powered, you know, EV thing to it, right, for years, clean energy. You know, all of a sudden it's cool now. You know, and, and I I remember looking at you know Instagram and seeing all the girls on Instagram selfie eating healthy because it just became cool to like eat healthy, do yoga, mental health, right? And and I can remember not too long ago I saw somebody with a plastic straw like on his photo, you know, and 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 people were commenting by the thousands. I mean, destroying this man. Why would you have a plastic straw? Blah blah. blah you know, and and it just this new shift where like you can't even not stand for anything. Does that make sense? Like it was yeah. getting to the point. Where people in the world, companies, brands are being attacked if they don't pick a side. If that makes sense in, in a weird way. So we're, we're in this very like stage of, of you know people want to feel genuinely connected to what they're supporting, what they're purchasing, what they're using. They 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 want to feel like. An impact is being made in their life, if that makes sense. Uh, so the, the importance of storytelling and relating and connecting uh, to, to different audiences is, is at, obviously at an all-time high. That's all I heard at Cannes at, at Lions, right, is how, how can we, right, you know, connect to this uh, pocket of humanity or how can we utilize, uh, you know, impact and purpose now is now like a, a key, uh, a, a real key thing that now we have got the rise of ESG uh, you know uh corporate social responsibility you know this generation uh, wants almost less talk and more action uh, yeah. but I, I think I think that communicating um, I think that you know the we can unpack the whole communication thing because there's the doom and gloom, right? And then there's there's like, it's it's funny to me because I'm bringing a different message. I'm bringing a message of love because personally at the end of the day, I don't think change is going to happen without that at the center. You know, if I was a rich guy, you know, that, you know these, some of these youth or people are yelling at these very wealthy people and trying to tell them how to spend their money. You know, I don't know if that's the approach. Like, I don't like people telling me what to do. You know, to some degree, or yelling at me (laughs) on how to do or what to do. So I I think that yeah, I've always been a a, a little different with the approach of like, and and that's why I love the Global Goals. You know, because you know the Global Goals. Whether you're a company, you're an individual, you're a charity, or a billionaire, or you're a millionaire, or you make a few thousand dollars, I love the Global Goals. It's framework. It also breaks down the issue in a more um, uh, connected approach where you can say, okay, well, what do you care about? You know, because everybody, every human, every billionaire, we still have something we care about, whether it's, uh, you know, uh, 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 life on land, uh, whether it's life below water and like, you know, wildlife and the ocean, etc. And I, I think using, using kind of triangulating a person or entity's passion it, it, and and then you know, kind of plugging into that and, and and using using their language to take a step, if that makes sense, could be a better approach. And that's kind of how I've kind of you know been living my life is kind of figuring out you know what value I can bring or a mutually beneficial way for someone to use their skill set or their their mission to to take a step forward in sustainability. I hope that makes a little sense, but.
1: Yeah, it does. So, so I guess what I'm hearing there is the 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 UN the framework is really useful as like a common language. But then what what you can then bring on top of that by storytelling is that sort of like visceral connection with people. You can make it real for them.
0: 100%. By activating that passion or that mission uh or that that uh... You know, yeah, that desired like output, uh, whether it's an entity or it's a person. I mean, I think that we all have these pain points or these these things that we we that really strike us or connect to us. And it's really just finding that and then giving it the space or the platform to blossom, right? in whatever ways, um, uh, I, I think that's like a key, you know, because th- this whole climate thing, sustainability, such a big, 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 big like issue, but I have this belief that everyone and everything, we're all these outlets for change, and I think plugged into each other on the local level, plugged in on the community level, the national level, I think we can truly power change, but we're going to have to be working together, and I think everyone, uh, you know, you know, doing not only what they love to do, but what they're great at, you know, uh, can can really power this change. Uh, But yeah, how do you communicate and bring people together? Um, it's gonna be a, obviously a collection of stories and it's gonna take authenticity and it's gonna take uh, you know cross-sector collaboration and, and really at the end of the day, so many of these silos are gonna to have to be broken down and we're gonna to have to build bridges, you know, to to connect these different facets of humanity. And I, I know that's what I'm dead set on uh, and, and less of the divide.
1: So that that's super interesting, right? So at Cantal, we talk about this, the idea that there's, um, there's the world out there and you know if you relate sustainability issues to the world that you know you might think oh yeah rationally those are important but they're they're sort of out there and where they really start to impact people is where they come into my world and into me right so it's basically me and my family and my you know like my home and my surroundings and and I guess what we've seen in 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 recent times with all the wildfires and the floods and the droughts is that it's moving out from being the world or out there or maybe in the southern hemisphere you know miles and miles thousands of miles away to actually being in my backyard and that's that's a big difference right
0: right in your back i mean look at the war that's going on you know not a, a lot of people didn't understand how much just another country being in war can affect you you know your backyard uh, you know the food chain, all these different things. We are connected, whether we want to be or not. And there's no amount of money, right, that that can 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 hide the world problems. You know, you might be able to avoid it for a while, but we're. I think we're starting to realize that we all have an effect on each other, right? Uh, we all share the planet together, and so there, there's, you know, you know you. We're going to have to make some strides, and I, and I think that's the scary part, but also the 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 wake up call of okay, you know we we're going to have to start trying to make this work. And I think you're seeing that <laughs> right
1: right and that and that that connection that you're talking about with people and their passions, and you know, could you talk to us about music because music has to have a you know again, at that visceral level, the music that you perform. And and the musical storytelling, I guess I want. You know, that that's a, a great weapon for you in telling your stories.
0: Yeah, I mean, it literally is a weapon. Like I I really think it is. I mean, I'm dude, if I wasn't doing music, man, I don't know how I would be able to be doing what I'm doing. You know, music is I mean people say it that oh, it's a universal language, but it really does shed boundaries. You know, like I, here's like here's I was just in Lisbon, right? I did some conference. Lisbon, you know, I'm going all over, doing this launch with GM and Samsung next week, um, Climate week, whatever. But I was in Lisbon, I was doing one of the songs, because I'm making a theme song for the global goals, like one song for each, like theme song for each global goal. And no one had ever seen me in Lisbon, right? I'd never been there, right? And I had, it was at a college, it was maybe 4,000 youth and I was singing the song, Save the Planet, the one I did for you know the president, the inauguration. It's us all about like saving the planet. It's kind of like, you know, very love, you know, just just very like dope though. It's like a little rap in there. Right. And they, by halfway through the song, they were all singing, Save the Planet. We gonna save the planet, everybody looking at me like I'm from another planet, yeah. Never met me before. You know, then they started singing The Bridge. By the second time I did The Bridge, the ocean is alive, you know. To keep the plastic out, the ocean is alive. And it was so tight because I was like looking at like 4,000 people who'd never met me uh, and didn't need to know me. And maybe they didn't even know the goals before the concert. They didn't even know what the goals were. I explained the goals during the concert. And then I had kids talking about, I'm plugged into goal one. Oh, dude, I'm all about, you know, education because, you know, it was tough to have it when I was, you know, and that's powerful, yep. right? When in two minutes you can inspire, motivate an entire generation of people with one song to, to not only, you know, to be a, become a part of a discussion, but then to even talk about measurable actions that they can take. Or how they can pressure their local government on the political side, a policy side, or, or how they can take their passion uh, for whatever and 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 join the fight. That's a weapon, right? No no movement has ever occurred without music, right? Um, music has always been behind a movement. And you know, when I got into the sustainability movement, or when I got into the United Nations, I was noticing that there was a severe lack in the musical piece because that is a mobilizer that is an that is a a brain changer <laughs> a mindset uh, a shifter and and uh, uh, a culture impulse piece and you know that is what a lot of these fortune 500 companies i'm obviously working with a few now that is what a lot of these advertisers and a lot of these people are trying to trying, trying to that's that's why storytelling and authenticity is so big Right, because there's this bit of culture too that these authentic people or entities bring, right? That culture element uh, uh, that uh, music kind of encompasses. You know, you're gonna need all of that uh, as you deliver these messages that can really connect to youth, Gen Z, millennials, even the alpha generation, and will motivate change and,
1: and move things forward. So I was hearing a few thing, a lot of things in there about, so the role of music in connecting with millennials and and Gen Z. Like you know, a lot of the, you know, a lot of the corporates listening to watching this, this webinar will be thinking, you know, wow, you know, millennials, Gen Z, those are those are my audience, right? Those are my future audiences. That's where. Gen Z, the biggest cohort Earth has ever seen. So, what you're saying is the role of music in connecting those with them, with those cohorts.
0: Yeah, I mean, it has to be at the forefront because it, you know, you know that it is, it is our life, right? Like, you know, a lot of most Gen Zers, a lot of these people don't take their Apple, if they have Apple, right, their 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 uh, earpods out of their ear in the course of a day. Right? I mean, they're, they're, we're, they're streaming songs by the billions. I mean, music is the soundtrack and, and the uh, the uh, the lifeline to, to Gen Z years. And, and social media, which is a combination of both. It's why TikTok's so large, right? Because you've got this platform that infuses music so seamlessly, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, shoot, people are doing videos cooking with their mom and dad on TikTok with music playing in the background of their favorite song, right? Um, uh, it, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a mobilizer for sure, and it's a vehicle that reaches Gen Z and Millennials. And that, that's why I use it, and that's why Project 17 is so special, and people are saying it's things like, we are the world, right? Uh, but it, there's also that combination piece of, of you know, I, I'm, I'm figuring out the, those ways also how to c- combine, you know, all of these elements of power change. But yeah, man, just in short, yeah, you know, music culture, social media, storytelling yeah
1: yeah and the uh, i'm interested to hear a bit more about the work you do you mentioned samsung and, and gm can you talk to us a bit more about that
0: yeah yeah well i mean in you know in short you know you know in in all my findings you could say or my discovery or my my progression of, of, of figuring out what my why was and doing my passion and turning that to action you know you know I've, I've powered over 900 concerts since 2012 right since i was on the x-factor tv show powered over 900 concerts around America and the world. And then I've, I've helped bring energy access to like over 17 countries, you know? So, you know, I think that's why the UN called me, the Secretary General, Antonio Guterres, and they designated me to be this, 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 this uh, young leader. Uh, and they actually picked 17, right? Because there's 17 goals. <laughs> so I'm one of the 17 young leaders and I'm the only one they picked from the US, right? To really connect and advance these SDGs for the the youth of the US Uh, and of course I use music. So I launched this thing called product 17 within 30 seconds of like, you know, discovering the goals. I actually didn't know I was achieving goal seven and 13 guys. And I'll I'll tell you what, most people don't know the goals. Like when I was talking to Amina Muhammad the secretary general, I was like, yo, you know what I'm saying? More people know like Kim Kardashian when she posts a photo, (laughs) (laughs) Or like when Kanye West says something or like Justin Bieber's girlfriend or Johnny Depp's relationship. You know, like I guarantee you more people know more about his marriage than the 17 global goals in the 2030 agenda. So uh, I'm simply and I just finished making one theme song for each goal. And then I've been lining up uh, uh, beneficiaries, impact partners, organizations that officially came on like National Wildlife Federation or Plastic Pollution Coalition. or. Some of these organizations that do the work, right? Get people food, get people water. I'm empowering them with the music as beneficiary. So I've been lining up 17 corporate sponsors because you know, I call myself or people call me the, the Robin Hood of the music industry, right? Which is that whole music for impact model that I've been doing my whole life, which simply in order for me to own the music and to be able to give 75% of it away to action. Right. I got to own it. So, you know, we, we've been onboarding these sponsors, you know, got about 17 slots and now we got about 15 left. And, you know, to come in here uh, and sponsor the goal so we can clear the, the, the major artists and be doing 17 or more major artists as well, plug into the goal they care about. Right. So I've been working with the Billie Eilishes of the world and so many different incredible artists to sing about what they care about. Right. Which is that that storytelling authenticity. Right. What do you care about? And, and you're lending that to this project. So uh, as far as General Motors, blessed to have them plugged into Project 17. Uh, we, we're launching a three-city tour. They're gonna power the battery tour on on the way to climate week. And we'll end in a performance outside the Empire State Building this September, kind of launching our partnership with National Wildlife Federation as the impact beneficiary, right, of, of one of the goals. And, and Samsung's beautiful. They're doing, a, they're doing it a little bit differently. We're not doing a tour. Uh, they're kind of announcing our collaboration in different ways. I'm, I'm also one of the, uh, the new uh, Samsung uh, global leaders, young leaders. Uh, and then they're doing like a commercial uh, that will be on all Samsung channels. Like, hey, here's AY. Here's what he's doing. We're product 17. And that's just the start um, as we roll out more and more. Um, so super blessed to you know have the support of two of the biggest companies in the world, and and we continue to plug in more companies, more artists, uh, till we get to seventeen, and we launch a real big impact project.
1: <laughs> amazing, amazing. And, and I just want to come back to one thing because you've used this word several times, right? And and we share our um, belief in this, which is the role of authenticity. Could you just talk a bit about that, one?
0: Yeah, man. I mean. It has to be real, right? Like, I mean, we—it's interesting. This generation, like Gen Z and Millennials, like it has to be real. Like, it's just we—I think we've been marketed in so many ways and sold things in so many ways that a brand doesn't matter anymore. Like, it's like you know, like the Old Spice brand doesn't matter unless it matters, right? Or like, or like it—it's it, interesting how we, you know, in this new cancel culture world too, right? We're so. I, I would—I don't know if you ever saw the Oscars. I'm not trying to bring up anything crazy, but we all saw the Will Smith situation. And, you know, you have people, no matter what you think, left or right, whatever side you're on, or your view of the Will Smith situation, there are people that severely question the authenticity, right, of Will Smith, which is now devaluing his work to some degree, right? Oh, is he really this great guy or is he not? I think mean, everyone's human. We all make mistakes, but even that situation shows you the value of of people wanting to know: Hey, are you really? Do you really care about your customer? Are you just trying to make a dollar, right? Are you? Do you really care about sustainability or gender equality or um, uh, you know diversity and inclusion? Uh, or did you just hire the officer and uh, you know for the department's sake? like it's just what this generation's at and so authenticity it just means everything right because then it goes okay well i don't think i really want to eat your watermelon or or you read your magazine because you really don't care about the women that work in your company right and and you know you know uh, that that fear of greenwashing or making the wrong move is is everywhere but you know that's why you need to genuinely make the, the right move like you're like, if you're gonna celebrate Pride Week, don't throw it together 24 hours before. Because, all right, we gotta say something about Pride right now. You know, like genuinely mean it. And I think that people are about that right now, and 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 that that is uh, has to be a standard, right? Uh, and and we're all feeling the pressure of it, but uh, it should be real, right? Or, or or hire people that it's real for them, and that's yeah, what you're saying. I'm a- yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah i mean so so i mean i, I think it's uh, the the work that we've done like across the world like 65% of people are cynical about brands and companies in this space on social environmental issues are they really you know sincere and and i think that plays it to exactly what you're talking about right
0: are they really sincere right like is it is it real um you know, uh, there's a rise of the entrepreneur. I call them entrepreneurs—people within companies uh, uh, that are uh, are innovating that space and really bringing that real and authenticity uh, uh, to a company. So, if there's any entrepreneurs listening right now, and I know you—I feel like you're one in, in Kantar, Shout out to you guys because you know that authenticity is bleeding into the brand too, and that's beautiful. But yeah, you're right. That's That's where that's where it's at, you know, down to people don't want to listen to someone's music if if some places in their personal life or whatever, it's not adding up to that brand that they were buying into. Right. We want to buy into something real or not at all. It's that simple.
1: So I just want to finish on this, like if there's one thing that you'd want viewers, listeners to take away from this conversation, what would it be?
0: Yeah, I mean, I always have this like universal thing of like, I, I say, hey, you know, everyone, you know, is an outlet for change, like I wear it on me, right? You know, and, yeah. and I say like, hey, you know, whether you're a company corporation, whatever, whether you're part of Pride 17 or you're not, whether you're in the UN or you're not, right? Like we all are humans, we all bleed red if you cut us, right, if you, if you bleed green, you're from another planet. This doesn't apply to you. But uh, I I truly believe that, you know, we're all plugged into each other. You know, every facet of humanity, that's the only way we're gonna power change and do this. Uh, But I also think that uh, I'm, I'm sharing a long version of thoughts, I think that achieving some of these goals don't have to be so hard. Right. And I think that if we can all be these outlets for change and just take a small step every day. Like I tell, you know, I have families that, you know, I don't know what to do, sustainability, but all this stuff. And I say, well, okay, you got five kids, family, but you don't have a recycle bin. Maybe just take one step. Right. The the high school kid, uh, I got high school kids right now, you know, uh, carpooling, uh, you know, taking one step. Right. Uh, We're going to carpool for the next prom. You know, uh, take a step every day. And if you're a major company, Fortune 500 company, you're an investor, a VC, an angel investor, all these, you know, maybe start taking one step. Now, your one step might look a little bit different than a kid in the classroom who's carpooling, right? Or, or Wendy's for one step, you know, might be a little, or Coca-Cola, right? Like, you know, I don't know what, what audience or companies or C-suite execs I'm talking to, but your, your first step may look a little bit different than some others, but take a step every day. Uh, and, and, and if this is hitting you in any way, you know, uh, we can all be uh, part of the change. We can all be outlets. But take a step, starting today, starting tomorrow. Uh, use your passion
1: and take an action. That's amazingly inspiring. you know, coming from you with all that you've achieved in this space, and being UN Young Ambassador, and you know, the Battery Tour and Project Seventeen, and and traveling the world, inspiring young people with your storytelling, and. And and to hear you say one message is just take one step to everybody. If we can all just take one step.
0: And, and not to feel like Kanye West, sometimes I feel like I'm Kanye West because I say a lot of stuff, you know, Kanye be talking. I have to say, man, there's ROI in this. Like, I, I know as a company, we, we, the bottom line, you know, how you know, you've been thinking scaling, you know, we've got to make sure there's a return, right? There hasn't always been a return. Uh, a, a, a foreseeable return in, in, in investing in, in some of these things. Uh, but, you know, I, I think you can always put together an ROI strategy. It, it, you know, it just depends on how you're looking at the equation. And, and maybe I, I, I challenge some of these companies, corporations, people, you know, to start looking at the equation maybe a little differently. You know, because you know, if you start waning the planet, your 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 kids, your kids, kids, maybe the ROI looks a little different. You know, maybe the return on the investment is uh, a safer planet for for that daughter that you love so much, or your family, right? And maybe then you can make some actions that yeah, you know, maybe a little bit of an investment, but the payback is is uh. And dividends, right, if that makes
1: sense. Yeah, it makes hundred percent sense. It's been such a pleasure to talk to you, really. And and thank you, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. I mean, you know, you're crazily busy, so really, really appreciate it.
0: Dude, same with you, man. You're awesome, man. We, this was a good interview. I loved it, man. Cantar, what's up?
1: You've been listening to
0: Sustainable Futures, a podcast from Cantar. For all episodes and more information, visit kantar.com. If you enjoyed this, please leave us a rating and a review and subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you never miss an episode.